0: Like I told my last wife, it says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. This is our 50th episode. It's exciting, fellas.
1: Yep, big father.
0: And for episode 50, we are covering big trouble in little China. I'm Billy Bone. I'm joined by Josh Lindsay. Howdy. And Daniel Sanders.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: So seriously, did you think we'd make it to 50 episodes?
2: At
1: I the didn't. beginning, I didn't. And then in the middle, I thought that yes, we'd be at 50. And then right around the low 40s, I'm like there's no way we're ever going to make it to 50. <laughs> and then right around 49, I'm like we're definitely going to make it to 50.
3: It's been a roller coaster. I just want to say, like we've made it to fifty without advertising, without fanfare, bare minimum effort. I mean, this is pretty amazing. I mean, we made it to fifty. I've only been on like eleven of the episodes, but still, pretty impressive.
0: Oh, pretty impressive. Yeah, and so we we talked about it when we were getting close to that 50 mark as to what we should cover. And there were some ideas tossed around and we had settled on one movie, a different John Carpenter movie. But then as we got even closer to it, Josh is like, Hey, why don't we, um, why don't we do big trouble, a little China since, you know, the name of our fucking podcast is a quote from that movie. And I was That's like, it's true. Yeah, let's do it. I love big trouble, in little China. So, I don't know if you come to this podcast looking for negativity, like we do sometimes, you're probably not going to get a lot of it in this episode.
3: No, no, uh, but honestly, like the the main series that we're doing the um the Big Four in chronological order, there hasn't been a lot of negativity in that, honestly, like so far, I mean, we've covered so all these far. side projects. Yeah, not so yet, far, but we've
0: had some negative episodes. You know, there was the infamous Black Phone episode. There was yeah. you shitting yeah. on Shocker.
3: I die shat pretty hard on Black Phone, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: no, I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, I don't know how y'all were taking your Underwater series. The canon was not really shitting on it,
0: it's just kind of silly fun, but. We took a big old dump on Deep Star 6. We
3: did take a big a dump on it. You know what? I, I was telling Bone the other day, I watched that for the first time like two weeks ago. I knew y'all were covering yeah. it, so I'm like, let me yeah. check this out. Fucking Joey from My Two Dads starring <laughs> yeah. role. Like, where did that come from? But, yeah, Sean S. Cunningham proving his prowess as a fantastic Ooh. director, you know. But yeah,
0: <laughs> let's see. What? Well, yeah, we went pretty hard on Friday thirteenth, actually. So since it's uh, since it's our 50th episode, let's and maybe you don't have answers for these because we didn't talk about none of this beforehand. It just, and this just came to my head as I'm sitting here. What's the best movie we've covered so far, in your opinion? Halloween.
1: I mean. I gotta say that the most exciting movies that we've been doing has been the um, the big four, as he was talking about. So, uh,
0: yeah, I think that Halloween's probably my pick too. Uh, I would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What's the worst? The worst? The worst Ooh. movie in your opinion that we've covered so far, or the one that you like the least? I don't necessarily want to say worst because I'm sure that movie has fans, but which one did you like the least? Holy
1: shit. That's 50 episodes. I got to go through.
0: Hang on. Let me think. It's Um,
1: definitely one of the ones that I'm not on.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
3: trying to think of, yeah, the movies we covered. Um, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the reason why you asked the question, because you have answers for both of them. No, I
0: I, I just thought of these as we sit here, honestly. Um, But Firewalker. That movie was ass.
3: Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad.
0: And then Um, it'd probably be followed by Deep Star Six. But I think, if I remember correctly, that I said the only reason I gave Firewalker, like, I have a star is because I had to give it half a star.
3: I mean, you didn't have to give it that. I
0: mean, if I wanted to put my ratings on. The uh, letterbox,
3: letterbox, yeah.
1: Yeah, see, uh, I never watched Firewalker yet. I haven't gotten around to watching that one yet. Yeah,
3: but, it, it's it's um, bad. It's bad. Um at least with Shocker, there's funny somebody, elements.
0: Somebody tapping a pen?
3: Sorry. Yeah,
0: I would
1: definitely
3: <laughs> say uh, episode 50, everybody.
1: No. I would definitely say uh, Deep Star
3: 6. It's like I said, I haven't seen Firewalker.
0: Yeah, Deep Star 6
3: is ass. I'd rather watch Deep Star 6 than Firewalker. Well, he hasn't seen Firewalker.
2: So, yeah, yeah exactly. no, yeah, I'm sure. So it's it's go ahead and
0: watch Firewalker.
1: You know what? Now you got me really excited for it.
0: Yeah. That excitement will quickly wane. I mean, yeah. how can
3: a canon movie be so bland? Like, Exactly. You're not yeah. supposed to be bland, canon. At the very least, be did, something other than did bland. Did you
0: watch Barbarians? No. I would watch Barbarians. Like watch Barbarians, you can have a good time with Barbarians. The the leads in that movie are well. Yeah, I I
3: plan on watching all of it. I just haven't. I actually want to course correct my rating for Barbarian. Honestly, the more I think about it.
0: All right, big trouble. Oh, sorry.
3: No, I was going to say yeah, but I digress. Let's.
0: Big trouble for you guys in Little China this is jack
3: burton in the pork chop express and i'm talking to whoever's listening out there
1: it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe
0: there is a
2: hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery w- what's going on here is this some kind of magic the darkest magic Ow! They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring the order out of chaos. Ah! It's where Big Trouble was waiting for Jack Burton.
3: Who? Jack
2: Burton. Me. Jack. Jack? Jack! They told him to go to hell. You make one me. move. Ah! And that's just where he's going.
0: Somebody, I
3: don't care who, tell me what is going
2: on. How are you going to spring us? I have no idea.
0: 1986, July 2nd, 1986, 99 minutes, at a budget of between 19 to 25 million dollars, only brought in a box office of 11. One million, directed by John Carpenter. This was his supposed to be his big Hollywood movie, and then the Dismal Returns drove him back to independent filmmaking, which is probably for the best. No, so he what? had a four-picture deal, I think. I gotta go. He had
3: he had to complete a four-picture deal, I think.
0: Then, starring Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn, James Hong, and. I'm missing somebody here. Egg Shin. Yep, yeah. Victor v- Wong. Victor Wong as Egg Shin. Music by John Carpenter. That's always important to know. But no, it no, it's
3: it's it's him and Alan Haworth. Okay. As well. But you can tell that it's not just Carpenter in this. Can I finish what I was saying about
0: John Carpenter? Because you can tell it's John Carpenter because he uses a lot of. The- the base. Yeah. It's always nice to have a good John Carpenter influence score. Good God Josh. Um for me, I don't remember exactly when I first saw Big Trouble in Little China. I just always remember it being there. Just there. Same. Throughout the course of my life.
1: Yeah, would say. Same as well. Because I don't remember when the first time I saw this, but I do remember the, the the lightning guy. He's always been... Ever since I've been looking at a TV, he's been on there. Um, but I will say that this this rewatch is the first time I have watched this movie in a very, very long time.
0: Wait a minute. How long is a very long time for you? Uh, 20?
1: No, I'm sure Days? I've seen it in the past 10 years. Okay. But... It's been a long time.
3: It's like I was telling Bone, like, this is the first time I've sat down and watched it in its entirety in a very long time. Now, I keep this movie on in the background, come in and out. It's one of those perfect, put it on the background, drop in and out. But, yeah, like, childhood, lightning guy, the the beast monster, and the the uh the gang fight at the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that's... Oh, that's...
0: That always, like, stands out to me, too, the fight. When it just... Shit just breaks down. Oh, yeah.
1: They get after it.
0: I probably watch the movie a couple times a year. The, like, actually, watch it, watch it. Not just put it on in the background, but watch it. Like, it'll... You know, there's a, there's certain movies like this, The Burbs, when I can find it streaming, because I don't own it on physical, and like right now, I can't find it streaming anywhere, so I can't watch it, but like this, The Lost Boys, uh, The Goonies, those movies, those all all like a watch, at least once a year, like a full watch, so... Big fan of this movie. Love it. Love it. Spoiler. Yeah. Well, you know, we said up front that this was going to be a positive episode. So big trouble. in little China tells the story of a truck driver. One Jack Burton and his adventures through Chinatown in a nutshell, I guess. But big trouble. in little China was, um, was John Carpenter, Wanting to make like a martial arts movie, right? It was something he wanted to do. No Western. martial arts. He wanted to make a martial arts movie. The has been writer, a Western forever. The writers envisioned it as a Western. And, and then originally the script was supposed to be taking place in like 1880, 1880, but it was changed to be more modernized. And then Carpenter was brought in as a director. And so we get, we get what we have here where we have the hero who is a, and I guess what I really like about the movie is like every man.
3: Yeah. Every man. Yeah.
0: But yeah, you know, uh, Jack Burton or Kurt Russell's character, he's a truck driver. He's coming in. He's not, you know, he's not the most in shape person. He's not the smartest person. He's, just a regular old dude and he comes into town to you know essentially hang out with his buddies um, do some gambling you know drink some beer and when you look at him he just looks like he has a perpetual hangover like I yeah. can almost sm- smell the beer coming off of Jack Burton's character in this movie or Kurt Russell well Gracie
3: makes yeah. mention of that
0: yeah you should try standing where I am downwind. It yeah. smells like it's Miller time. Yeah, she shoots his ass now. Quick. But after, after they have their, their first little run of gambling, whatever they, you know, they had the scene where Wang Chi is going to try to cut the bottle in half. Yeah. Because Jack Burton's taking his money and he's getting ready to go. And he's like, no, I need my money. And I'm going to cut this bottle in half. And he doesn't. And so I have to go to the airport to pick up his fiance. He's like, I got to go do something. And then I can get your money. And they go to the yeah. airport, and this is what dr- drives the movie: is that Miao Yin is an Asian girl or Chinese girl with green eyes, and ends up getting kidnapped by the Lords of Death. Which, if you got, if you're a gang, and you're carrying the name Lords of Death, you got to be pretty hard, right?
3: Yeah, you would think. Yeah, I mean. Lords of Death. That's a pretty badass name, and uh, it is pretty serious. They they're dressed like it's nineteen eighty six. I mean, this uh, some of these sunglasses are pretty fucking awesome.
0: Well, I'm assuming you know. that you gotta be pretty badass. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm assuming you gotta be pretty badass to wear those types of sunglasses.
3: Yeah, I mean, not anybody can pull them off. <sighs> I love the Jack Burton character for a lot of reasons. Obviously, uh, big Kurt Russell fan. But, you know, if you've ever watched this movie, if you've ever done any, like, just minimal background on this movie, uh, the reason why they had to put this opening scene in front of this movie where Egg Shin is talking to his lawyer. And he's like, you leave Jack Burton alone. is because the studio saw this movie and they're like. Kurt Russell is in this movie and he's not the hero. Yeah. So they had to tap on this opening segment to let the audience know hey, you know, Jack Burton's the guy, even though following from here on out, he is what you would call the typical reluctant hero to where he sort of gets thrust in this position. But on top of that, he's also like what Europeans think of Americans. He's kind of loud. Boisterous. Boisterous. Overly confident. So overly confident, it's comical. And he ends up... (laughs) You know, they said that Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, is a movie to where if you just took Harrison Ford out of it, Indiana Jones, you would still get the same ending.
0: Dude, it's funny you say that because I read that recently, too, and I was going to mention that to you. Yeah. Um, but I guess we read the same thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'd heard that a couple of times, and I Except thought about it. I'm like, that's – Jack Burton does do more than in Indiana. He, he does, does do more than Indiana. He does. He has a hero moment. He does. But along the way, I mean, some of the shit – I forgot how fucking funny this is. Not only is Jack Burton funny, low pan. Oh yeah. James Wong steals this movie. I love Kurt Russell, but James Wong
0: is oh, you know he's
3: got some lines in this
0: movie. <laughs> with um with Kurt Russell's character, with Jack Burton, is like you said, you know, he's he's almost like a sidekick. He's almost like, you know, the incompetent sidekick or the, he's, the lesser talented sidekick. But he's also And I think this is what makes him likable because this character could have just, it could have easily been like, Oh man, this character's a dick, but he's so well-intentioned. Like he's there for his friends throughout the whole movie. And he never like once backs away from that responsibility.
2: I make some comments
0: where he's like, Oh shit. But when it's time to go to, you know, to the clubhouse where they get the knives and shit, you know, when he's talking about like, Oh, this is where they sharpen their knives. He's yeah. like, I can't ask you today. He's like, no, nah, let's go.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Through and through, I mean, he's – you like Jack Burton for a lot of reasons uh, in terms of morally where he's at, but it's also Kurt Russell who brings yeah. so much to Burton to where any other character from ni- – any other actor, sorry, from 1986, could you imagine – God forbid Alec Baldwin being Jack Burton. <laughs> you would immediately be like Lopan in this motherfucker.
0: Please win. I mean, Marry Alec Baldwin. all the green eyed girls. Hey, you know, you brought up the opening scene with, um, uh, action talking to the lawyer. And I had a couple, when I was watching this, this time, I just had a couple thoughts. You know, first off, it just, um, it took just a little bit of magic, I guess, to um, stop this lawsuit or whatever is about to happen.
3: Well, no, he's that's that's uh, Egg Shin's lawyer. So I he know, was defending but, him. Yeah.
0: But then also, Jack Burton left him high and dry. Like half a city block went up in flames and Jack Burston. Yeah, he Jack got Burton his money he out, the the
3: out of there. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those classic like things to where, you know, they had to follow the studio notes because we don't see the block go up,
0: yeah. you know, at all. No, it's a, it's an unneeded scene. You didn't, you didn't really need it. I mean, it, cause it also goes against what happened at the end of the movie. When Shin's like I'm out and yeah. he's just going to go off on his journey. So vacation. It, yeah. So it's an unneeded scene and it kind of, but Nothing too bad, I guess. What about Wang G?
1: Yeah, he's fucking amazing.
0: Thank you for the insight, Daniel. He is. I like, um, with Wang Chi and Jack Burton, the banter back and forth and the interactions. It's what you want to see when you're watching. It's not a it's not a buddy cop movie, obviously. They're not cops or anything like that, but it's still a like a buddy action.
1: It's a buddy movie, yeah.
0: Yeah. And just like seeing that back and forth with them in the banter and everything, it was, for me, I just love it so much.
3: No, he's he's really good. And um, he's he's got a lot of hero moments that yep. are, I mean dennis dunn um you can tell why carpenter worked with him again he's really good in this movie as is everybody honestly every every even the bit characters even the the one and you know this movie so it's it's got a lot of lore in it and the screenwriters threw everything at this movie and a lot of times you throw something at a wall just to see if it sticks everything they throw at this at the wall, you know, all the genres they throw at the wall, they stick. Because even like, you know, you got the good guy gang and you got the bad guy gang. And even Wang Shi mentions it. He's like, don't worry, Jack. These are the good guys. Because Jack Burton is us, you know. He's learning everything as we learn it. Yep. And I love how you even call the, the good gang. These are the good guys. To spell it out for you. These are the good guys. Yeah. Behind you is the bad guys. And even one of those uh, bit players, because Burton even asked him if he speaks English. Yeah. He's like, you know, and he just perfect American accent. It's like everybody works. Is, this, but is Dennis, this
1: guy serious? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: in that scene in the alley, since you, since we're talking about that, was Lopin fondling a shoe? like an old slipper like when you first see him I swear it looked like he had like an old shoe in his hand or something that he was caressing I didn't catch that I gotta go back and also like maybe I'm wrong but I swear that like amongst all these Asian actors when they had the big fight scene there was like one white dude with like a brown mustache in there it's like they needed like one more person and they're like hey Bob can you fill in? I didn't notice that either. But
3: I do love how you know they brought in all these stunt men, or these all all these um you know background characters. And yeah. you know they had to line them up and be like, what type of face do you have? Because all the faces are good guy, bad guy. Like you could tell right. everybody just by how they look. Oh, that's a good guy. Not even, of course, they're they're wearing yellow and red, yellow, good guy. But like, even the the bad guys look like no,
0: It's like a bad bald, guy face. You're bald yeah. and you got a mustache. You're a bad guy. Oh, you got a mullet well, and a goatee. You're a bad guy. One of the
3: uh, bad guys with the bald head and the long hair with the Fu Manchu.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: probably been around Hollywood for a while. I didn't look up his uh his uh, filmography, but uh, Die Hard. He was in Die Hard. Yeah. Is his name Needles in this or some shit like that? Did they give him a name? I don't know. I didn't because I don't think he talked.
1: Yeah, I'm just talking about like the the name he's credited or whatever. I don't think anyone said anything about his name
3: either. Daniel, are you thinking about Back to the Future
1: Part Two? That's what I was thinking. He
0: said needles. No, I think that's wrong wrong movie, Daniel. That's why he's been so quiet. He's waiting for us to talk about hoverboards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah, when we're in the alley and we have the the fight scene, this this is after the airport scene. When you in the airport scene is the first time you get a glimpse at like Jack Burton, kind of being selfless, like he's loud, boisterous, like stereotypical American, like you said. But he like once there seems to be like some trouble when they come busting past him and Grace's law, and then the guys are just being like he's just seems to be being rude even then he's going to say something and then yeah. when they uh grabbed the girl you know he tries to jump in but he gets backed up because pulls out a butterfly knife and it pulls out a fucking like baton to beat him with me he's like whoa where'd you get this from
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny because the baton kind of comes out of nowhere in 1986 it's like what kind of futuristic shit is this that's what really took him like what the hell
3: but uh, you know and i i didn't even really think about three talking about it now but yeah Burton's reaction is our reaction like he pulls out a butterfly knife and does the 80's butterfly thing and he pulls out a baton you're like where'd you get those like Burton's (laughs) like what but I I want to say before I forget it uh, I love the fact that Gracie Law is her name and And her profession is a lawyer yeah yeah
0: it's so good. Yeah. And so, yeah, Jack Burton gets his ass kicked. What well, I say, his ass kicked? He gets knocked on his ass. No, oh, he gets
3: his ass kicked throughout the entire
0: movie. I know. No, yeah, this, dude. This is the first time. Yeah. So they take off with the women. They chase after him. You know, we get to the alley. But and we have the big fight break out. Well, first off, these dudes just bust out with guns, right? And they start shooting. And then... This is a fucking, it's supposed to be a funeral. And the good guys have guns. They just
1: bust out some guns too. I know, right? It's the most, just shooting everybody up.
0: The most amazing thing to me, though, was that apparently these guys were prepared for anything that the poles they were using to carry the coffin extend into Bostass. Yeah. Once they pull them out, because when they start fighting, they take those fucking golden poles or whatever and like kind of kick them out and they extend.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like we were saying, like every genre gets thrown at the wall and it sticks because this one of the dudes is even wearing a bandolier. Yeah. With six shooters. Yeah. Which I've never seen. So, I mean, you have the Western standoff, and the beauty of it is they shoot everybody, and then these two gangs are like, now it's time to do hand to hand. And they're
0: prepared for that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah. Then you have the three storms show up. Yeah. So thunder, rain, lightning. It like this was the most badass thing I remember when I was a kid. Just like seeing these guys come down. And then the one and then lightning rides down on the lightning, like holding it, and it comes down. Yeah, and then they, they pull out their knives, which you know after watching Forge in Fire, I learned are kukris. They throw their knives into the crowd, and then they bust out their weapons. And you know one of them's got the uh, the little sword, little swords with like the fist guards on them that are blades. Um, one of them has like the fucking spinning blades on his fingers, which was badass. And then the other dude has back scratchers.
1: Yeah, back scratchers. Yeah, yeah. Bear claw back scratchers. <clears throat> Yeah, no. He, Lightning had those, right?
0: Yeah. Was it no? Lightning that, no, I think it was. uh
3: Lightning no. had the spinning ones. Yeah. Oh.
0: It was rain that had the fucking back scratchers. Oh. Like, and it's the only time you fucking use them because the next time you see him like fighting with a weapon, he's using a fucking sword. Yeah. But like, and even when you see him like doing their little dance or whatever before the wedding, like. Thunder's using his weapons he used from the beginning. And then Rain pulls out fucking dual swords. It would probably have been cooler if you'd used those swords during that fight and of some back scratchers.
3: One thing I was confused was... um, Were the lords of death always with... um, Uh, low Pan.
0: Well, they say that the the Wing Kong was it the Wing Kong? I think it was the name. Uh, controlled the Lords of Death, but like when you the Three the, Storms were definitely fighting them, killing them. Yeah, I was gonna and when you get the scene at the at the brothel, it looks like the Three Storms just bust in there and take Miao Yin. Mm-hmm. Like, because no. I mean, if they had some kind of working agreement. I imagine that would have happened without them blowing a hole through the ceiling.
3: But the Lords of death are at the wedding too, at the
0: very end, you know? Yeah. Well, cause they, they yes. said they control them. Yeah. I thought about that too. And I, and I tried to look at it and see, cause Jack makes a point to say that the good guys were winning that fight. They were cleaning up until the three storms stepped in. So maybe it's supposed to be just those guys left mainly and,
3: but when the Storms show up and they throw the knives, they kill Lords of Death members. Yeah. And it's funny, man. Jack Maybe and Wayne, they, they, the fucking,
1: way. they had just a beautiful spot for watching this oh. gang, tickets. Yeah, this gang battle. I mean, it was just sitting in the front of this truck, and it's just all happening in front of them. It's just fun. It's just funny, and then all of a sudden, shit gets real. Whenever the
0: three storms show up, they roll. Uh, they roll up the windows. I like that little touch. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, they get guns. Roll up the windows. I mean, yeah, I would too. <laughs> Obviously, and then yeah. So the three storms come in and clean the house, and yeah, you know, Wayne. She's like, ah, get out of here, Jack. Get out of here. We gotta go. Yeah. And so he fucking throws the truck in the gear and then here they all jump out of the way and then there's Lopan our f you know, I would say our first appearance low Lopan, but we saw him like earlier, just like a couple minutes before the fight starts, where I, I swear it looked like he was stroking an old slipper or something. I don't know. Y'all need to go back and watch and let me know if I'm right or wrong on this. But then Jack, you know, runs him over and then he gets out, you know, because he's like, Oh my god, I just hit it, a seven foot tall human being. And then we get the yeah. little eye beam that blinds him. Yeah. I mean, just iconic. That yeah.
3: coming out of his eyes and his mouth. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's so freaky.
0: It's real creepy. And at this point, you know, Wang Chi no know, he, he knows about David Lopin because he explains it later on, you know, this is a yeah. story that I was told to all the little Chinese children. He knows like, more oh, than he's letting on. And he's like, I don't even want to believe it, but he knows. Like now, he's like, we got to fucking go. Like the three storms are here, low pants here. You know, we got to get out of here. And then they run. And there's there's the Lords of Death. When they turn the corner, and they're like, oh, Lords of Death. And they run into a building to hide, and end up scurrying through some fucking tunnels. I don't, well, they I don't actually know, leave one of tunnels. the good guys behind. Yeah,
3: and I was thinking he was going to find follow them.
0: The guy that was in there with him in the room yeah. when he silenced uh, Jack and yeah. was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe he couldn't leave his uh, group behind, but he was hiding. He was hiding. I don't know. So we end up, um, we end up back at the restaurant where um, they meet Gracie. She comes in. And she's like, you know me, I'm always sticking my nose where it doesn't belong.
1: Yeah. What the hell does she say when she first came through the door? She's like, "Don't worry, it's just me, Gracie Law, or yeah. some shit like that." It was like a, it was like an announcement. Quote. Well, the
0: movie, when you say that, and one of the things I noticed that the movie does throughout the whole thing, like the movie, is it gives you exposition in these statements. So, like when they're talking about Low Pan, and they want to give you like a kind of fill you in a Low Pan, who Low Pan is, Gracie Law, will be like. The same David Lopin who's blah, 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 blah.
3: Head of the uh, Hong Kong. Yeah.
0: And you do that a couple times. Just like when you were talking about there, where Gracie Law <sighs> comes in and like, don't mind me. It's just me, Gracie Law. Like, okay, so maybe you didn't get her name before, but now you know who it is and we can move on from that. And they'll do that. Like I said, they do that multiple times throughout the movie where they just like, they'll give you expo- exposition. Exposition in the form of these statements from a character. It's very economical. Yeah. Instead of wasting a bunch of time.
1: Yeah. Like they just add a, um, a reporter into the mix. Yeah. Oh, she's here now. They give you everything that you need to know for it. So it's like, okay. So when you come back, you know, you're concerned for this reporter, hoping she, hoping she makes it through too. And gets a good
0: story. (laughs) Good book. Yeah. And I like, we get it. I guess I'll say it in a second. We get the scene in the restaurant, though, where he's talking to Wayne. And one thing I don't understand is wang he's desperate to get Miao Yin back, but he also doesn't want to upset his uncle or raise the alarm. Like, well, yeah. if you're going to get Miao Yin back and you know that David Lopin's involved and the three storms are involved, then. You know, maybe you should. Yeah. It's you're just out like of your you're depth. With,
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, you got to, you're, you're going to have to bring in some help. You have to call, what is it? Egg Yin? What was Egg, it? Egg, Egg Shin. Shin. Egg Shin.
3: That's it. The great Victor Wong. You know. But,
0: but I like Eddie also. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie's character. He, like, especially when he turns to Jack at one point, he's like, it's your first time plugging someone
1: yeah I know right
3: yeah if 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 Jack Burton is kind of the the surrogate for the audience Eddie's sort of like (laughs) what you what you're saying out loud to Jack Burton like (laughs) you know yeah and again you know you you're bringing in these characters, but you're you're giving them enough to do to where they're not background characters. You yeah, know? and they, they, they grow on you a
1: little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? And it, it's just funny because movies seem like they have such hard times with that, you know, building mm-hmm. up the small characters even just a little bit for you to care about them. And uh, like I said, this, you know, this one does a good job of it. Yeah, I mean, we
3: just watched a movie where they failed miserably at that.
1: Yeah, I know, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. And I, I got to say it on this podcast because if I don't, I'm going to forget. Did we? As we were counting down the deaths for a new beginning, did we count the chicken shit guy? Chicken shit guy. Knocks on the
1: door.
3: I. You know, Ethel tells him to clean the chicken shit. Oh, no, we didn't. We
1: did you forget
3: him. So 21, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yep. Did you catch yeah, the dust right. in this movie?
3: I didn't. Because no. <laughs> if, if you fly in the air from an explosion, does that count? A lot of people flying in the air in this movie from an explosion. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's... That's what explosions do. I thought we all knew that.
1: Yeah, they blow you to safety.
0: Yeah. <laughs> blow you to safety. So, they have their meeting in the the restaurant. We get introduced to Eddie. We haven't met. I don't you love how this uh just
3: Chinatown small Chinese restaurant has a saumonier? That's funny. Well- what was any, he, uh, he was a Major
0: D, wasn't he? Um, yeah. That, yeah, he was a, major, that, new, a major D. Major D. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You threw me off with your fancy language there. I was like, whoa, whoa, I, what are we talking I was, about? Here?
3: I had to say it fast because I'm sure I got
0: that name. I, I got it wrong. But they they end up uh, coming up with a plan to go to the brothel to try to find or to get me out of And you get the little scene in the car, and, it, and it's like rain and cats and dogs which is you know brought up but they're like okay here's the plane this is what we got to do and they're like you got to do this got it you got to do this blah blah got it you got to look stupid he does
1: yeah so it was real quick to, for that dig yeah to take a dig on
0: them and then you see Mar- uh, Margo because she's in another car and Gracie Law runs over there and I don't know if this is, like, if it's really raining or if this is just fucking, like, studio rain or whatever. But this shit's coming down. And it looks
2: good.
3: Yeah. yeah. Is this, is before they go here, because there's, it, if you watch it and you don't take notes like I did, all these scenes kind of uh, blend together because it's a lot of, Going to a place, coming back to the restaurant. Go into a yeah. place, coming back. And is this when Jack Burton? God, God damn, Jack Burton. Only Kurt Russell. When he tells them, Okay, you people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president.
2: And then he <laughs> yeah, winks yeah, when he yeah, says Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. I, this shit
1: was so funny that called the president. Call,
3: he takes a beat. He's like, and if we're not backed by Don, call the president. And this is this is the reason why I say like uh, it's a Western because obviously you had the showdown, but also like Jack Burton is doing a John Wayne impression. That's who yeah.
0: he thinks he's John Wayne. Yeah. Was was it that one, or was it later on when they pretend I, to be the phone r- repairman? Oh god damn! That and they walk in with a fucking one. phone. They just walk in with a.
1: Yeah, We're from the phone, phone company. Here's
0: our phone. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they got in, and they, and they got that in. fucking place. And it, what's really funny is, is they use that, and then whenever they get done with everything, and they're on the way back out trying to escape, they just he just keeps talking about the guy. Oh, you see this kind of thing all the time, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then he just keeps walking. Yeah. It's
0: like holy shit. The the brothels where he went in, he had the sunglasses and he was uh basically acting really you know nerdy yeah and he's like the cab yeah. driver said um you know uh, this was the place to uh and he's like and money's no object and then yeah because you
2: it's you just
0: that this place is in with lowpan and him because the lords of death are controlled by lowpan's group but they just come in and break the fucking... and uh, And I assumed it because I thought they made a call. I thought that once he asked about a girl with green eyes, I was led to believe that they're like, oh, shit, let me call Lopan. Yeah. Or call, you know, one of the three storms or whoever. But then they come and rip the roof off the phone. Call Thunder. Yeah. And, yeah, and he just tears that shit up. Yeah. And then we get back – yeah, this is when we come back to we come back to the restaurant again, and it's like okay, we gotta make another plan because now we gotta go in. We think we know where she's being held, and they go in as the phone guys with the fucking phone.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is where they get captured, and uh, and this is where we finally get to meet Low Pan. And God, I hope I hope you're about to call out one of my favorite quotes in there. Uh, look. This honestly, uh, I don't know. But if it is what you're thinking, this is one of my favorite quotes in movie history, and I just realized it today. Mm-hmm. Cause they get captured. Yeah. Um.
0: No, I, pretty quickly because they go to the elevator. And then the elevator goes down. Fills up with water. It fills up with water. Because they start this is where we also start talking about the hells. And yeah, you know, this um let me use a Josh phrase here, peek behind the curtain of this podcast. We have a Discord we use for video purposes when we record. We record using clean feed, but when we record, we use Discord for video. And it's a Discord that I made, and it's called Pork Chop Express, which is the truck that Jack Burton drives. And then the voice channels are all named after hells that were mentioned in this movie. So we have the hell of being cut to pieces, the hell of boiling oil, the hell of upside down centers and the hell where people are flayed alive. Yeah. And this it, is when we start talking about the hells and, you know, and he's like, what does that say? And it's like, Oh, this, uh, it says the hell of boiling oil. And he's like, really? He's like, no, no it just says, keep out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, el- the elevator <laughs> fills up with water. The, um, uh, which was, doesn't seem like it was a very good trap because the door pried right open, right open. Yeah, and they were able to swim out. But yeah, when they they swim out and they think they've like escaped danger, and they look up through the grate and you see thunder looking down at them.
1: Yeah, like they they're like in the middle of the lair where the you know bodies and shit are. Yeah, you would think like if a Bond villain had, would have a shark swimming around in there, seems like that's where they popped up at like. Well, Thinking that, they were about to get somewhere, but yeah. Well,
0: this yeah, like, is the hell of being pulled ups, upside that's down. Hell, yeah, that was the hell of upside down sinners. Yeah. Because yeah. they were chained to the ground, and when the water fills up the room, they float upside down.
1: Yeah, I was just saying, whenever they first pop up, that's the feeling that you get. Because mm-hmm. you look up, and he's just looking down at them like they interrupted the meeting oh, they yeah. were
0: having. Yeah, gotcha. And they get captured, and they're taken before low Pan. Yeah, because they t- they talked to Lopan first. And I'm like you, I just watched this movie like two hours ago. And I've seen it so many times. And I sh- you shouldn't have this problem trying to piece these things together. But it's like you said, you know, you just. Because get it's gets jumble. Yeah, it's like yeah, you They're, said, it's, uh, they're it's a, in it's and out. Go here, come back. Go here, come yeah. back. But they, they end up meeting Lopan first before they get taken to their next destination. And. Yeah, They're meeting the old version of Lopan. you know, Jack Burton's trying to come to grips with it. So he's like, well, wait a minute, you know, and they have a conversation. And I'm sure you've got all this written down, so go through it.
3: Josh. No, I don't actually, I don't actually. Uh but the one that just stands out, Burton, you know, they're t- you know, Lopan sort of gives his spill on what needs to be done to the audience, what what their purpose is. So Burton says, I don't get this at all. I thought Lopan. Lopan, shut up, Mr. Burton. You're not brought upon this world to get it.
0: That's it. (laughs) I love that one.
3: I mean, Lopan is just, is it Wong or Wan? I think it's James Wong. Wan. The actor who plays Lopan, like I said, he. Honk. James Hong. James yes, Hong. James Hong. Okay, sorry. He is so fucking funny in this movie. He's so good. And his line delivery there. And, you know, I got to say, the makeup effect for old Blow pan, you know, you watch this movie now and it's like, you know, high definition. It's so good. He looks so mm-hmm. gross. He looks yes. so goddamn gross. Yeah. Just like a, like an old 93 year old ball sack
0: in his well, his delivery with like the voice he uses because yeah. he has two different voices. Like when he's low pan, seven foot tall, low pan, you know, he sounds like his age, but when he's yeah. doing his older low pan voice, which it's on point. And I got another little exchange here from that, um, that part too, where he's talking about it and he's he's going through like you know, Ching Dai being a piece, he goes. Then Ching Dai will be happy and my curse will be lifted. Then you can go off to rule the universe from beyond the grave. And then Lo Pan says, indeed. Or check into a psycho ward, whichever comes first, huh?
3: Yeah, but Lo Pan's delivery of indeed it's so
1: good. And it's funny, you're talking about the delivery and everything. He is, the little things he says, the timing is funny as hell. Just like whenever he uh, ends up seeing... Um, I'm trying to think uh, the other ones um, had shown up and he sees them on the security camera before, yeah. right before he leaves and um, what is it Gracie and uh, I can't think
0: Margo. of Eddie Margo M- Gracie, Margo and Eddie
1: right? Eddie gets- oh yeah Margo is with him that's right Yeah. Well, anyway, she he sees them three, and and he's like pissed at the. What are they doing here? This pisses me (laughs) off to no end. It's just like sounds like such an old guy thing.
0: Well, he's he's also like when he's telling Jack Burton of his plans, he's so giddy too. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's so. It's been
3: two thousand years. He's very excited for this plan
1: to.
0: He is, and like it comes through in his performance. And
3: he probably hasn't told anybody his plan in so long because he's. He's a recluse, as we learn, you know, through Gracie Law, like nobody's seen him. So he, he's only yeah. interacting with the, the the three storms. Yeah. So he's finally getting a chance to tell somebody, and it just so happens to be an idiot, Jack Burton. <laughs> yeah. And he's pissed that he's an idiot. <laughs> but he's also so happy just to be, just, he's been holding it in forever, you know. <laughs> You're not brought upon this world to get it. <laughs> what an insult,
0: too. Yeah, well, I guess uh, well, I pulled up some more low-pan quotes. Uh, yeah, Mr. Burton, if you have any influence over your youthful friend, you better exert it now. Otherwise, I'll have you both rode off to the hill where people are skinned alive. It's that simple. Understand? And then remember when they like, him and uh him and Jack were talking about like the, the two women. He's like, he's like, there are always others. Are there not? You seem to be one who knows the difficulties between men and women and how <laughs> seldom it works out. Y'all <laughs> keep trying like fools. <laughs> he just throws so much shade at Jack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so after, after the, and that's kind of, Like a James Bond movie, since you mentioned it, Daniel, where the villain gives his plan up, yeah, and then he he sends him off to be in a trap that he doesn't personally oversee because they put him in wheelchairs and they roll him away. And um, I think this is where they're hitting him. Thunders using the little red ball that he blows, which I always thought was such a cool effect.
3: Yeah, I mean, and and it holds up. Yeah. it's so odd that it looks like a little foam ball but yeah it hurts a lot apparently
0: and you you get the first glimpse of thunder's power where he expands which seems like really situational like in yeah the the one instance where it'd be useful is when you get Jack on his back, and he expands, but other than that, like what's the benefit? Of- it
3: feels like they they switched out his powers after they'd finished the script to sort of match what he does at the end That's what it it feels like now I don't know maybe they in the original script that's how it was supposed to be because it's he seems like the leader of the storms yeah, He's the strongest of the three. Yeah, and it I don't know cuz when, when you get to the end it's like a very comical way to use his power to express yeah. sadness and anger.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he seems like he's um like the point guy. You know, yeah, he's the one that interacts with the group, you know, when when uh Margo and Gracie Eddie and yeah. Gracie come in, and they're like, "Oh, you, you know, do you want a bad review or something?" Her pin's mightier than your sword, you know. And she's looking for a pin, which I thought was pretty funny. You know, she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." And then Eddie's like, "Hey, man, come on! What's it gonna hurt? Give him a tour." <laughs> <laughs> and then Thunder shows up, and uh, and you can tell that English isn't his first language. Yeah, because he's you know he's comes up and he he delivers his line, but you can tell but, yeah, but whatever. his
3: his facial expressions in this movie are a plus though acting oh yeah a plus
0: so yeah he's he seems like he's the one that's at the forefront because even when, like when they do a little you know uh routine for the the wedding he's the first person to do his thing but doesn't his power seem like it's lesser compared to the other two yeah a little bit. I, well, yeah, I don't even know what sure. Rain's power is, actually. Um, he can fly. I guess. Yeah. Like At least with lightning, you know what he's doing. And you know what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, I know. Lightning Rain. bolts. That's right.
1: Well, no, know Rain can jump. Jump. He can jump fight with the best stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I was it say, so could Wang Chi.
1: I know. He could do everything. Wang Chi is such a badass in this movie. He was. He's he, so badass. And you don't question it at all. Uh-uh. Like,
0: why is this uh, he, owner he, a master of all of these forms of fighting?
1: Yeah. And then any time he just like is looks over at Jack, he just gives him the, the thumbs up and the smile. Like, he's still kicking ass over here, buddy. Don't worry about me.
0: Well, once again, Jack is the – he's right there to jump in. Like, even like – and I guess we're going to get ahead of ourselves here. When they're escaping the situation, because will get – Jack and and Wang Chi they're in the, the uh, the wheelchairs and they get free and they try to hold up Thunder at knife point and he ends up getting sent you know back down and almost falls into pit wise in his wheelchair and they go in and they grab him and we're gonna well, hang circ- on. can we can we can we talk about the wheelchair well we are because we're gonna circle back but I just want to say like when they get ready to escape and Jack thinks they've only seen him, he's willing to be like, Hey, they only saw me. The rest of y'all hide. So he's like, you know, like I said, he's a buffoon, but he's, he's courageous. I mean, you can say a lot of things about him, but he's courageous and he's like, he's a stand-up guy, even though he seems like yeah. he's slimy, but yeah, the wheelchair.
3: <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it, it's such a little, great little uh, action sequence. You know, it's, almost you talk about bond It's almost indiana jones-esque because he falls back in the wheelchair and he goes down the i guess planned little you know downward slope hallway and so he comes up to this well i mean it's all just beautiful here because none of it you know don't think too hard about this and yeah, none of it's practical and, yeah and the wheelchair sort of Dips and he's gonna. He's on the verge of falling down, so he manages to pull himself up. But it's so funny because once he pulls himself up, he's level,
2: mm-hmm.
3: so he could just like get up. But yeah. Jack yeah, he Burton
0: just stand so he up. jumps. <laughs> he yeah, jumps. he throws the chair backwards. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
1: That he was just a, stood up Yeah, everything would have been fine. Yeah,
0: he had to make it overly dramatic.
1: dramatic
3: yeah,
0: and. This is where they go and they have to rescue or they, they rescue Gracie and they rescue Margo and they rescue like all the other girls that are locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They right? rescue
1: everyone. This thing. And
0: you get Wang Chi and Eddie end up fighting like for some reason. And, and I guess it's so he can sneak around, but you got the biggest guy hanging on fucking like railing shimmying sideways like that would have probably been better for like Wang Chi to do lighter weight. You know, he's not having to carry as much, but Wang Chi and Eddie end up fighting the female contingency of the, uh, Wing Kong.
3: Which is, yeah. So great. But you, you know, Bert, yeah, and, like there's either a deleted, I, I didn't watch the deleted scenes. I did watch the extended ending, but so you don't even have to film this without knowing that they probably discussed it beforehand. And Burton's like, I got it, Wang. I'll shimmy along it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, just this bravado, you know, manly self that Burton is.
0: And then the uh, the females actually give Eddie and Wang Chi more more of a problem than any of the other people they fought at this point. Because yeah, Wang the, Chi's just yeah. been tearing through people.
1: Oh, yeah, he's been just fucking him up, but this was a way more interesting fight.
0: Yeah. And then I like how Jack gets on top of Margot's cell, and he's like, hey, where's Gracie? And she's like, oh, she's somewhere else. And then he just leaves Margot. Yeah, he's like, okay, they, well, I'll go find her. He's like, he doesn't save anybody until he finds Gracie first. They he fucking
3: Todd Gracie.
0: Yeah, they did. Well, and if you listen to it, and I had the subtitles on because I didn't, you don't always catch it. Sometimes it's hard to make out what people are saying, but Gracie or not Gracie Margo refers to her as a spitfire.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then you cut to Gracie. And yeah. She's hog tied and, and yeah, that makes sense.
3: And then they Probably free everybody faces. Yeah.
0: And they free all these people and some of them disappear at some point because when they get out, not all of them are there. Yeah. So I don't know where the fuck they went. But, yeah, they they free him, and they make that run, and then they end up in the room. And you have another great Wang Chi moment. Well, a great Jack moment, too, but not for the same reasons, where Jack thinks that they've only seen him. And he's like, hey, you guys hide. I got this. They only saw me. And yeah. Wang Chi's like, no, nah, we'll do this together. Do or die. you know. And they open the door, and Jack shoots a few of them with a the gun, but then he runs out of bullets, so he – and this becomes like a kind of running thing, him having problems with his knife. He tries to yeah. pull his knife out of his uh, boot and he throws it off to the side. And so he goes to get it. And by the time he gets back, Wayne Chi has done kicked everybody's ass. Yeah. Wayne
3: Chi has fucked everybody up with the quickness. Uh, have we got to the point, or did we miss it to where, like... So have we talked about, or did we miss it to where he's... It's Eddie and Jack standing side by side, and the gun jams on Jack, and then he shoots. And it's like the first time he fires. Yeah, we skipped
2: over we, that. We but did. Yeah.
3: We did. And he makes a face.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's fucking, all it's hilarious because it's like, it's like he tries. He's like the safety zone. So he turns the safety on and yes. it's like the gun goes off before he's ready. <laughs> and this face takes over and he holds it and he just shoots a few random times. And that's whenever he plugs this first guy or whatever the fuck Eddie said. And yeah. Yeah. Then after that though, he he's fi- he, He's, he's used to that gun. He's just firing that motherfucker <laughs> like crazy.
0: Still random though, because like even when he's busted a door, he's not really he's just got like hip firing and no
3: yeah. I can imagine what a studio exec thought when they saw this movie, Kurt Russell. You know, they've already made the beautiful poster. Kurt Russell on the fucking poster. Picture of Little China. They watched the movie, and Jack Burton doesn't know how to operate a gun. He's yeah, he's losing his knife. Like Zero hero moments, but in a comical way, and then being like, "What is this?" We
0: well, you know because he lost jackets too. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but there was multiple times where he he had that first jacket that he took off and he lost, and then he has a blue jean jacket yeah. on, looking very nineteen eighty six in it. All he was missing was a Guns and Roses patch on the back of that bitch, but he loses that. He takes it off and loses it. This dude yeah, nice one of the times jacket. he just
1: pops his uh, pops it off while they're crawling through a pipe. Yeah, and he just stops over
0: in the middle yeah. of it to take off his fucking jacket. Why are you trying to get away? We're forgetting the the
3: elegant kimono he wears. Oh yeah, <laughs> at the beginning.
0: Yeah, when you're to Yeah, when he's his,
3: his
1: other shit dry. dry. Yeah, drying his clothes.
0: You know, I want to say I'm really disappointed in you, Josh, that we're doing this episode right now. And as I look at you. You're I not know. wearing your I Jack about Burton it. shirt.
3: It's like, dirty because I wear it a lot. I wear I know, it a lot.
0: For those of y'all that don't know, which would be everybody, um, if you watch Big Trouble in China, Jack Burton wears a, a shirt, a, like a tank, a tank top, top, that's um, very recognizable if you're a fan of the movie. And so a couple years ago, I don't know how many years ago it was, I got it for Josh as like a present. And the one time in the history of the universe when it had been appropriate to wear it,
3: well, he didn't. Well, if this was a video, uh, if this was a video format, I, I would have cleaned it and worn it today because I love it. I love it. I wear it all the time.
0: And you're probably thinking, like, well, Billy, why didn't you get that shirt for yourself? And because I don't have the body for it. Josh was really thin, and it fitted much better than I did at the time. It would have fit me at the time because I had a belly from not going to the gym.
3: But there are so many great, like, you know, you could find them They're everywhere now because people, you know, make a business out of it, but there are so many great, uh, kind of obscure, big term, little China shirts you can find now. Like, um, Egg tour bus company name. You could find like a, a t-shirt for that tour bus company, you know? Oh yeah. my
0: god, you know, we didn't even mention it, but at the very beginning, when they had that little scene, and he's like, Can you uh please state your name and occupation? and he's like, "Hn, uh, tour bus driver, tour bus for tourists,
1: yeah. <laughs> if that wasn't clear enough,
0: yeah, um.
1: <laughs> but speaking of shirts that I just did, uh, did you see the, the image that I put up on the group chat of the shirt that, uh, Courtney made me, it's, uh, the lost boys and it's a missing poster with the four main vampires still human. And it's a it's to Santa, Santa Clara, uh, missing poster with their faces and shit on it.
0: With their information, I don't think they came through. You might need to resend that to us. But it's pretty fucking
1: cool. Courtney made a shirt out of it for me, so it was one of my Christmas presents. It's pretty fucking
3: rad. Yeah, resend that. I didn't. I didn't get that.
0: Yeah. So, Courtney, we're still waiting on our very unreasonable thing shirts. I'm wearing mine. Anna Lil has to wear mine. She wears it. Not Al. Oh, that's right. I'm the only one that didn't get one somehow.
1: Hmm. I sent it to you. It's It's in the mail.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Likely story, buddy. I hope you enjoyed your 50 episodes. You're out. Josh, you're about to be in more than 11.
3: Look, Daniel, he did make a note before you came on. He's like, depending on your rate, your rating on this, he's like, if you give this movie like three stars, he was threatening to, to boot you from the cast.
1: It's probably going to be about a one and a quarter stars. You'll be
0: replaced by Mitchell. Mitchell's coming in. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> back to the movie. So they had their little fire action. Wang Chi kicks everybody's ass. And then Jack, and I love this little jump out that he does. Like the gun's empty, but he still yeah. jumps out with the gun in one hand and the knife in the other. He's like, ah!
1: Yeah. And all the fucking heavy lifting's done.
0: Yeah. And then he's like – and then this is right after he gave the speech, like, okay, from here on out, everything gets pretty normal, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then it turns out it doesn't. But then things get back to normal, and they're on the home stretch. They're like, okay, there's the guys. And he tells Gracie, he's like, I'm going to run point on this. Need you to bring up the rear. Can you handle that? He's like, good. They didn't even wait for it to give confirmation. He's just like, okay, let's go. And him and yeah. Wang Chi come out, and like you were talking about earlier, they're still carrying on the conversation like they're – you know, phone company workers. And then Jack's like, reach for the sky.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Western.
0: Yeah. It's just (laughs) bad Western. And they run to the bus and Gracie uh, gets captured by the giant monster thing. Uh, Yeah.
1: I I was calling it Sasquatch, Sasquatch lizard.
0: Sasquatch lizard. Yeah. All right. It says he gets captured by the Sasquatch lizard and uh, hauled away and nobody notices. And they get on the bus and the security guards, like it's a front, and I, I couldn't. I guess even like with the front that people know they're working for a criminal organization because they all come out there with a <laughs> bunch of guns and shoot up this bus.
1: Oh yeah, they turn that bus into Swiss cheese.
0: Yep, which apparently the bus is uh, the siding on the bus. Like Xian knew in advance. Like I need bulletproof siding. Because the only thing that gets busted up is glass. And then the bullets go through yeah. and hit anybody as so they drive away to safety.
3: Well, you later come to find out Egg Shen has been parent for this day for a while. So, maybe. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, you know, you wonder how old Egg Shen is, too.
3: Apparently, he's 2,000 years old. He retired and moved to perfection and opened up a <laughs> right little store with 14 people.
0: He did make money off of taking pictures with the grab <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> he, he, he likes the name graboids. He'll use that.
0: But, well, and I say that we don't, you know, it's kind of like, how old is he? Because it, when they're doing the little thing, uh, like him and Lopin, when they're fighting with their beams and they're doing a sword fight, Lopin makes the comment. He's like, you never were able to beat me.
1: That's what I was saying in 2000.
3: I think that he was as old as Lopin. I think that he's like an elder. As well, well, I have to ask this, and I think you know you might know Bone, but there's comic books for this, right? That this story gets extended in print format, right? Um, probably, I'm sure it has. It, it's probably like Dark Horse or something. They, because you could go back with you could go back to Egg Shin's story, which would be. Amazing, you know, continue on with the Jack Burton adventures. Obviously, you know, we'll get to it. That's open ended. Yeah. Um, There's so much meat on this bone to sort of continue on with. And um, obviously the 800 pound elephant riding, the 800 pound gorilla riding the elephant in the room is that Dwayne Johnson bought the rights to this movie.
0: Yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen sweet Jesus. Talk about a misfire. Look, I I have nothing against Dwayne Johnson. I was a big fan of The Rock. And and he works, I guess, in the movies he does. But I have yet to see a movie where Dwayne Johnson doesn't act the same as he did in the previous movie. I'll be
3: honest. I've never seen a Dwayne Johnson movie because they're not made for me, honestly. And I'm including, like... I was going to say the rundowns, I, 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 I enjoy the rundown. But everything outside of that, it's not for me. I'm including the Fast B- and Furious movies. You didn't watch Be Cool? I didn't. I didn't. And I love Elmore Leonard. Um, And I just watched Get Shorty uh, like a month ago because I love Get Shorty. But uh, no, I kind of actually refused to watch Be Cool because it, it it felt so forced. Like, I don't even know if Elmore Leonard wrote that novel. I don't think he did. I just think they made a sequel out of it. I could be wrong. But,
0: yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, on February 27, 2014, Boom Studios announced they were working on a comic book series. The comic book is written by Eric Powell and John Carpenter with artwork from Brian Chirilla. Um, Oh, they had a crossover limited series between Jack Burton and snake Pliskin, titled big trouble, in little China escape from New York. And that was in 2016.
3: That was an original title. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the ad wizards that came up with that one? I know,
1: right? What am I going to call this match? It
2: looks
0: like John, uh, John Carpenter had a hand in, a lot of these comic books. Because on June 14th, 2017, Boom announced a new four-issue limited series to be published in September 2017 called Big Trouble Little China, Old Man Jack.
3: I wonder how much these comic books go on the secondary market.
0: Taking place in 2020, Jack Burton comes out of retirement to battle Ching Dai and save the world. Comes out of retirement?
3: You've already lost me. Jack Burton, like, you're supposed to throw him in situations.
0: Well, you know? I mean, I mean, Yeah, maybe yeah. he is. And then also, and this isn't comic book related, I just... I'd, I'd forgotten about this. February 2015, Funko released a line of reaction and pop vinyl figures based on Big Trouble in China, which I own one of. And apparently, it's one of my more valuable ones. I had the Jack Burton Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. I think it goes for over $100 now.
3: Uh, again, um, like, they... There is, I mean, this is, you know, you can debate what a cult movie is, and maybe Big Trouble exceeds that. I think for a lot of people, Big Lebowski exceeds what a cult movie is just because it's got such a a big fan base, it's no longer cult. And I think Big Trouble would exceed that too. It's not a cult movie. There is so many fans of this movie that I, how are they not exploring? graphic novels, comics, books of Egg, Egg shin. Yeah. And Because it's obvious they these two knew each other. Yeah. Two, one. Sorry. Wayne's World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's staying in. No, it should. That's funny. Is, was that, that Wayne's World? It. it was, yeah, because we're going to <laughs> count down and you're like, five, four, three. It's supposed to be two, One, (laughs) you don't have to say the two in the one, but yeah, hand motions.
3: Yeah, it's. I I just watched Wayne's World, I spend my time wisely, but no, I was just saying, like, the, the, the lore that we get in 99 minutes here is so you know, they don't really go into too much depth about it, but it's so rich that there is, I mean. Somebody could be making a lot of fucking money off this shit. Yeah, there's a lot of things you yeah. could, have,
0: could have explored. Yeah. Could have explored the three storms. You, you know? could have explored the monster. Could explore explored the floating head. Hell, oh you could Oh, my God, yeah. I
3: don't, no shit. Like, somebody could write a book as the Margo's character. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, from her point of view as a, yes. like a reporter. You know who else could be explored? Eddie, because obviously he's plugged somebody at some point. I don't know what kind of fucking restaurants he's been he's working plugged,
3: in. He's yeah, more than just one because he's used to it. Yeah. He can hold his own. Obviously, he's on the run from the Chinese mafia. He's hiding out in Chinatown being a Major D. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can explore Gracie Law's next adventure. I mean, everything in this yeah. movie can branch off into something that's. Fun and I mean hell, Gracie Law's next adventure could be like a fucking political thriller, to where she's investigating like a a corrupt governor. Well,
0: you you could even do the um, the two opposing groups, the the Wing Kong and uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember. And what the answer. Wing so I was dings. say the little gangs, the Wing Dings. Is <laughs> <laughs> the Chang Sing and the Wing Kong?
3: He almost said wing dings,
0: too. Oh, man. Uh, what
3: are wing dings? Where's that
0: from? It's from it's the Walmart deli. That's oh, okay. I thought like it was a from a movie. I'm going to start calling the
3: grabber and black phone wing ding. I don't know why, but yeah, I just.
0: So they escape. They get out. They have another meeting. There's a lot. There's a lot of meetings.
1: There is a lot of meetings. They there's a lot of escaping, a lot of and meetings, a lot of me. and a lot of storming. Yes, that could be rain's this, power.
0: Well, they keep storming like the same place too.
1: Yeah, yeah. like they're just going right back. Again. They're just
0: coming in from a different angle. Yeah, like San Francisco.
3: Dry, right around you know Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: but uh, they have another meeting and they're like, you know, uh, what are we gonna do? We, you know, we don't have enough people, and here comes Egg Shin, and he's got like a little small army. Yeah, and, so and Jack's like, did these guys speak English? And the one guy's yeah. like, hey, what's up with this guy? Yeah, he's, he's like, hey, do you got guns? And then Egg Shin pulls out the like most exaggerated fucking gun. It's yeah, like watching Jack Nicholson dirty, pull out hairy. his gun in Batman.
3: Again. Yeah, Dirty Harry gun. Yeah, it's, it's it's like commentary on the American hero. He's <laughs> like make you feel like Dirty Harry, you know. It's, it's just
0: J- Jack's like, no, nah, I'm gonna stay with this one. <laughs> God, I just think he couldn't fire that one. Just think what he'd do with that fucking revolver. But yeah, they so they get ready and they they come in from the bottom this time. So we got what's left, I guess, of the. Uh, God damn it! I forgot their name. The Changsing, Sing, you know, they're they're coming in through. I guess I don't know the sewer. Yeah, they they're,
1: they they went down into the like underworld of you know who, little China.
0: Who built this you underworld? Know. Huh. Who built this underworld, though? Because they're 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 down deep. Because no, they, yeah, they
1: keep they're going like stories and stories and stories down to get into this whole underworld. It action, must be low. Uh, wait, what? Low pan.
3: It's got to be low pan he's
1: gotta been be, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they called it his domain at one point.
0: Yeah, because uh, action at one point said, you know, Jack's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "It's the black blood of the earth." And he's like, "You mean oil?" And he's like, "No, black blood of the earth." So they got to be pretty fucking deep. Yeah. And then um you know <laughs> oh I'm sorry, I'm just laughing to myself now. They they're going through the tunnel and they come up and they see the floating eyeball thing.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh <laughs> it starts uh talking to Action because Action's like it's Lopan sees what it sees. Then Lopez starts talking and Jack just fucking shoots it twice.
3: Yeah.
1: He's
0: like, you don't know unless you try. But they
3: That that floating head uh eye ahead, which is nothing but eyes, didn't it remind you all of those old toys called Mad Balls?
0: Uh It reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons, if I'm being honest.
3: <laughs> it reminded me of Slimer. Hmm. I'm sure that's what they were, you know, a little bit of taking a little bit from. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way he moved.
0: Mm hmm. They, um, they come up into like Lopan's palace or whatever it is finally. And just conveniently, there's a fucking bar that Action, uh, <laughs> commandeers. So he can serve up some drinks.
3: Yeah.
1: So he can <laughs> serve up that super juice.
3: And did you write down, um, Wings, she's
0: toast. Uh, no, it was a, to the flag. It was to uh, the navy and
3: army and all the battles they've won. To the red, white, and blue, may these colors never run. And then Burton finishes it off with, uh, and may the free
0: wings of liberty never lose a feather. Wings right? of, never yeah. lose a yeah. feather. Yeah. I and mean, then. Um, and then Jack's like, what is this, a magic potion? And a like, yeah. And he's like, oh, great. He's like, what else could someone ask for? And he's like, the six-demon bag. Oh,
2: no.
3: Okay, so they drink the potion. And again, I mean, fucking comedy. They get in the elevator, and they're riding down. And everybody's yeah. drinking. And they're all just looking at each other. And Jack Burns like, yeah, I feel kind of good. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we got we got a chance. Yeah. And all the guys are just smiling looking at him. It's like this uh yeah. egg Shin just gave him like fucking tequila. Yeah. yeah. Well
0: what he had said too because like Jack teeth. asked at one point, he's like, What will this do? And he's like, you know, like a huge buzz. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it just gave him confidence.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean uh, that's that's what alcohol does sometimes. Yeah. So, so they um they they get to where they're going and they open up the door and you know you know obviously Jack and and uh Wang Chi wouldn't just go ahead and attack Lo Pam, but you know Egg Shin's like, no, he's gotta finish the ceremony first. We can't do it until he finishes the ceremony. And he keeps stopping him and he keeps stopping him. And then finally it's time to attack. Well, they see the little eyeball monster again. It's sitting right fucking beside him. Yeah, <laughs> just chilling on the floor. And uh, Lopez notices him and then fucking. Because <laughs> it Wayne was she... invited to
3: the wedding. First off, let's yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Wayne Chi stabs him, and I guess finally kills the thing or whatever. And so the fight starts. And Jack pulls out his fucking gun, just right off the rip, shoots it straight up in the air for some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> it knocks rubble loose and it knocks him out.
3: It is so good. And can we just, uh, I mean, just very briefly, describe like the wedding ceremony. It's neon lights. It's Dude. an escalator.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so fucking 80s. When you see it, it's like being in the Mall of America or something. Yeah. But like they got a big skull where it's like, hey, we're bad guys. So we've got to have a skull motif. Yep. And we're going to have it with some sweet neon tube lighting going all the way around it.
3: And, and it's like they could have done like any sort of like Chinese history, like a dragon or anything like that. It's like, no, it's a fucking skull. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> with, with big teeth and everything. Yeah. It's
3: great. Look like something out of Temple of Doom without you know, the I, neon.
0: I, I thought of Castle Skull.
3: Yeah, that that more so I guess. Yeah.
0: Like if, if Wang Chi would have just held his sword up at some point and said, I have the power. That'd have been everything. But yeah, it it was great, man. It's it's so A's and it mm. but it fit so perfectly. It worked so well. Like I love it. And yeah, now you got the fight and Burton's out of it and he Wang Chi ends up pairing off, um ends up fighting one of the storms he ends up fighting rain rain. yeah Yeah. and Jack does finally get up he gets attacked (laughs) by one of the armored guards (laughs) and he has more knife trouble he's trying to get it free and he can't no he does this on purpose this is his other hero moment he's trying to pull it out though that's what I'm saying it's taking him a second to pull it out and he falls back and he pushes it with his right foot through the scabbard and ends up impelling the guy but then he gets buried under the weight of him (laughs)
2: Yeah, he gets
0: stuck. <laughs> and he gets stuck there. <laughs> yeah, and so he's still out of it, and then he finally gets free, and he pulls out his gun to shoot a low Pan, and Thunder shows up and just smashes the fuck.
2: Oh
1: out of yeah, it. he smashes that thing to bits.
0: And yeah, now you got uh, like Daniel alluded to earlier. You've got Rain and Wang Chi fight doing a duel, and I don't know. Did y'all ever play Ninja Gaiden on NES? Uh-uh. Yeah, years ago. So I don't know if you remember, but they, you know, Ninja Gaiden is one of the first games to have cutscenes in it. But one of the cutscenes is two ninjas dueling, and they run and they jump in the air at each other, and they attack. And that's what this reminded me of, or reminds me of whenever I see it, is that scene from Ninja Gaiden. But you got them, these guys jumping in the air, dueling each other, and going at it, and then finally, you know, Wayne Chi hits him with a drop kick in the back. Yeah. And then throws his sword through him when he's coming at him.
2: Yeah. This
3: action sequence is so good. hmm It's so good. And I think before that, you have, when they first start fighting, you have um, Wang Shi, like, there's this arch doorway. And he just, you know, runs and does, oh, like, a
1: yeah. backflip.
0: Yeah, he runs up it. and Yeah. And then, like, does, like, a loop-to-loop type thing on it. And you got fucking Egg Shin just going crazy with the six demon bag, man. He's just blowing everything up. Oh, yeah. And then him and Lopin end up getting into a, a one-on-one where they use magic against each other. And it projects these two armored figures with swords fighting. I yeah. don't
3: know why, but for some reason, when they
0: fought, it reminded me a little of Spaceballs. You know, Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. when you say that, and I think... Because I thought the same thing, even right like right before you said that, I was like he's going to say space balls, and I think it's because they're using their hands because they have yeah. the rings because yeah. the Schwartz s- and yeah yeah yeah, but they had their they have a, a stalemate, and this is why we talked about like how old is Egg Shin because Lopan's like you never could beat me, so they've mm. done this dance before yeah. at some point. And
1: hell, Egg, Egg Shin's the only one that's so. Uh- that dealt some damage to lightning too. And, with well, his fucking, uh, with his metal fucking fan.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, when he reflected it. Yeah. yeah That's all the
1: time it really fucked him up at all.
0: Well, yeah. Eggshin's a low key badass.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. He is.
0: Like he's pulling out fans and deflecting lightning. But if he and Lopan had done this before, then it would stand to reason that they did this when Lopan was flesh, right?
3: Yeah. You would think. No, no the, the,
0: hasn't Lo Pan been cursed for Well that's why we were saying how old is Egg Shin?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Or it doesn't yeah. seem
0: like this would be something he would do if he didn't have a a solid form.
3: Well yeah, maybe. Again, there's so much to tell that you know I wish somebody would go into the lore of this.
0: So Stalemate between Aki and Lopan. Um he he makes a Lopan makes a run for it. He takes Miao Yin. Um Gracie Locke like comes to her senses, which she had done earlier in the movie too. Like she wasn't fully entranced like Miao Yin was, but she was just Until, like, yeah. enough. And then she pushes the one guy off. Um, she partners up with Jack. Jack and Wang Chi go after Lopan. And they end up, and they reuse this this one set. You see it a lot throughout the movie. the The room with the statues lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you see it when they have when they first have their conversation with Lopan at the very beginning, and you even see like the gong in the background. But they come up, and Jack Burton gives another one of his little things. He's like, you know what Jack Burton says in a time like this, and this is when Thunder shows up to stop him from interfering with Lopan. And Wang Chi runs up and Jack Burton's like, yeah, you know what Jack Burton says in a time like this? What the hell? And they go to fight Thunder. And they quickly get separated. And so it ends up being Wang Chi versus Thunder. And uh Jack. Yeah, like
1: immediately.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jack Burton's left one on one. But we're missing
3: something that's again so iconic to this movie. Uh he gets to kiss Gracie Law finally. And she's got on this
0: bright red lipstick. Uh, they kissed once before, actually, in the tunnel. Remember when they, they did? The water, they yeah. did. Yeah, and he was. Oh, and we forgot about that because he's like, "Can you quit doing that? Can you quit <laughs> rubbing, rubbing your, your body, body kissed me? It's kind of hard to
3: concentrate."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the,
3: the kiss. So Burton in his final, like, you know, when he when he has a showdown with Low Pan, it's just this red lipstick that goes from the bottom of his nose. To the bottom of his lips. And it, it's just such like not what you think of when you think of your hero. Yeah. With yeah. red lipstick.
0: And she doesn't it's, wipe it off until afterwards. Yeah. Then she's Which like, is oh, hey. So great. Let me wipe this off. But yeah, you, Lopin has Miao Yin. <laughs> Jack Burton has his knife. Like, and this knife has been, you see this knife throughout the whole movie. So, and it finally comes into play, other than the uh, botched and pilling and jack and he and he tells gracie law before this too he's like you know don't worry like i drank a magic potion or i can see things i can do things
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and he throws the knife and misses and he has a yeah bad <laughs> and he look and you just see the 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 crushing defeat on his face and he looks over at gracie law and she gives him like this what the fuck look <laughs> and then Lopan picks it up and he's like this is a good knife Mr. Burton. <laughs> or he says goodbye, I think. And he, yeah, he says it. this is a good knife. Yeah. And then he uh didn't he say goodbye Mr. Burton after that? Yeah. And he throws it at Jack and Jack catches it and in one motion throws it right back and stabs him in the head with it.
2: Yeah.
1: Paid
3: off. Fine.
1: And
0: didn't. Again, this is
3: something that I did not even Ugh, this movie's—it's got so much going on. But so then Burton's like, "Oh, what about Wang Xi They look back, and it's so goddamn comical because all you see is this doorway, and you just see like the room and and the two walls, and all you see is Wang Xi running back and forth from Thunder as furniture is flying. It's it's like a Looney Tunes commercial. <laughs> it is so <laughs> like Wang She will run this way, and then Thunder will follow him. And you don't see anything, and then you just see everything come flying back through the room. It's so great.
0: And, and then Thunder sees Lopez dead and commits suicide. He has no reason to live. Yeah, he has yeah. No he
1: kind of takes that. He kind of he kind of takes that one hard.
0: Yeah, he does. You see the look on his face, and he's just like devastated. And then he just swells up. And I like Wang Chi's Like I don't think he's gonna stop. I like yeah, to think Thunders is son.
3: You like to why think not? Thunders I might, is, might as well make it up. That's the reason why he's so devastated. Might as well make up backstory since
0: since it's still out there to be yeah. told. Yeah, he he yeah. blows up, and now they're they're trying to escape, and you have lightning. Now here's the one like in my mind. There's no way that lightning is dead.
2: No. Yeah,
1: there's. I wouldn't think so.
0: Like, he gets that rock dropped on him. But they're they're boosting each other through this little opening. And they get down to where it's just Jack left on the ground and lightning has showed up. And Wayne, she's like, jump. And then Jack Burton apparently turns into Michael Jordan because he jumps up through that hole, which is like, what, yeah. eight feet up? He jumps yeah. up, like, waist high.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Into this fucking hole. And then now they're still... Down a level, and they look up and they see Egg Shin, and they're like, "How'd you get up there?" And he's like, "It wasn't easy."
1: Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> easy.
0: And he shoots his little fucking crossbow thing or whatever with a rope. It looks like fucking laundry line.
1: Yeah, this little contraption's pretty wild looking. The way that they use it,
0: and then and they start getting pulled up because it has pulleys and everything, and he getting pulled up. And Very Egg Shin's easily. Just, yeah, and Aixhin's just holding this bitch with one hand. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And then like a rock falls on lightning. Yeah, he
1: pushes and a little boulder on lightning. There's no way lightning's dead.
0: Now the sequel that never happened, which, you know, Josh alluded to being set up at the end of the movie, I always thought like if they ever made it, you know, you would get a movie where lightning would be in it like lightning in that monster I don't think that monster can carry a whole movie by himself but like you know you get lightning maybe getting his revenge or something I don't know didn't happen obviously because no um Hollywood
3: hates us yeah well they like they like comic book movies I know that um Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to make mention of one thing before we close it out. If we're getting close to that point, because there's one more. I mean, if every line in this movie was comical, there's one Jack Burton moment that is fucking radical. I love it. And did you watch the extended ending?
0: No, uh, not no I've probably seen have it you before seen it? but I'm sure I have but I haven't uh, I didn't watch it this time.
3: Okay, well, uh in the extended ending when they all get in the the truck. Mm-hmm. And you know they stop at the red light. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I know what you're talking about.
3: Yeah, he sees the three guys from the airport. Yeah. And he goes and knocks their car in the water and then yeah. he's like now I feel better. Yeah, I
0: yeah I do. I did see that one before. I saw that. Yeah, they escape. They find his truck, and they they end up back at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And you're you're thinking like you're gonna get this happy ending. Gracie and Jack are gonna get together. You know, Wang Chi and Miao Yin are together. Obviously. But first, Shin's gonna ride off in the sunset, you know, and Jack's like, Hold on. He's like, yeah, what are you doing? He's like, um, I promised myself a long time ago I'd take a vacation after all this got done. Yeah. And Jack's like, Why don't you you know go home to the motherland? And you know, Egg Shen's like, you know, China's here, like in the heart.
3: That's and what he- I tell people about Mississippi while I'm here. <laughs>
0: Mississippi. And then you dep- do wherever you
3: go. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Ake Shin departs. Well, okay, cool. Egg Chin's has gone. He's rode off in the sunset. You know he's lived a long life and he's getting a well earned rest. But now we got our main characters who are gonna, you know, they all pair up nicely, right? You got Meow Yin and Wang Chi. You've got Eddie and Margot, and you've got Gracie Law and Jack Burton. But hold the phone, Jack Burton's leaving. And
3: Margot's like, "Oh God, Jack, aren't you gonna kiss her? Aren't you gonna kiss her goodbye?" Because she's like. Because Jack Burton had made the comment, and he's like,
0: you know. Uh, well, Gracie asked him if uh, was talking about, you know, we could get a, uh, you could get a truck with a little cabin in the back. With a little nice apartment Jack, for two. Yeah, Jack at first and said, yeah. like, this is your last chance, you know, make an honest man at me or whatever. And she's like, no, nah, that wouldn't work. But, you know, maybe if you got a truck with a little you know, cool cabin apartment for two.
3: And then Jack's, you know, and once he makes that offer, Jack's like, you know. Eventually, I'll rub people the wrong way. Typical hero moment, and then he's supposed to kiss her goodbye. And Margot's like, well, God, Jack, aren't you going to kiss her goodbye? And fucking Jack Burton and his only Kurt Russell can do this. He just looks at her and says, no. Fucking amazing. I love it. It's To me, I I know this is going to be controversial. To me, I like it just as much. It's Leia telling Han, I love you. And he says, I know. I like it just as much. I do. Because it's so, it's like, aren't you going to kiss her goodbye? He just looks at her and says, no. I mean, it's fucking badass.
0: Yeah. But then Wang Chi gives him triple or nothing. And he's like, you've earned it. He's like, yeah, you're right. I did.
3: And and Wang Chi, this entire movie,
0: I guess it's supposed to be.
3: But wink she's always saying nothing or double instead of double or nothing. I know, that was yeah. something
0: that always kind of bugged me too cuz Yeah, you know, a little bit. And, and and maybe somewhere else it's said that way, but you know, we've always heard it Probably as double we'll or nothing.
3: You know yeah. what? Backstory why he calls it that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, why are you saying sorry. nothing <laughs> or double? Why are you saying uh, nothing or triple? <laughs> but yeah, Jack departs and ends up on the road. And you get left with this. Well,
3: I'm sorry. I, I, I hate to be that guy. And I'm always that guy. But can we also point out to where like Wang Chi ended up paying him three times what he owed him, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. He originally owed him like $2,000, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now let's just say Wang Chi paid him 6000 I love how Burton tells fucking Gracie Law, I'm a rich man with $6,000. Yeah, I'm a rich man now. <laughs> Even in 1986. That yeah. ain't gonna take you far, Jack Burton.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the movie ends with Jack Burton in the truck and then the monster from earlier, the Sasquatch lizard, as Daniel called it, like hiding no. out in the back of his truck leaving it seemingly open for a sequel that we unfortunately never got. And,
3: and they missed the opportunity to show the monster and then pop up on the screen. But Jack Burton will return in.
0: Yeah. I mean, you were half expecting it at that point. Yeah. But for whatever reason, this movie didn't track at the box office. People. Well, one of
3: the reasons why they didn't know how to market it. That's one of the big re- That's uh, When you hear people talk about like, who know this shit, not just three guys, is uh, who distributed this movie? Who do you have a picture deal with? Fox. Fox Fox didn't know how to. Yeah, they didn't know how to distribute it. And you kind of get that because it's a lot of different things.
0: But even then, what about, because this is back when movies stayed in theaters a little bit longer than what they do now. Now, like a movie's in a theater for like two months or a month or something like that. Shit. streaming. Shit. If a month. (laughs) But if it's think, avatar, yeah. You think like word of mouth though. So even though even though it didn't like do extremely well, I mean the people that did see it apparently didn't think enough of it to tell people about it. So Until it later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it would go back to what you're saying though, not knowing how to market it, so it means the wrong people saw it in the theater, not the people that would have enjoyed it. Those people yeah. like us end up seeing it on VHS or on cable or whatever.
3: That's where it found its audience. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think, because this was a, this was big time for Carpenter. He had Mm -hmm. gotten a really nice budget. Um, What is he coming off of? Uh, Christine was eighty three. This was eighty six. Was there anything in between? Uh, Starman. So he was coming off working with Jeff Bridges, and he had done that and big budget. You know, he's getting to play around with different genres. He's getting to work with his favorite actor. I don't think Fox just it had to have not given it much of a chance at the box office. Once they saw like they would not getting their return. But thankfully, this movie did find its audience and it. And, and now it's I mean, it's a beloved Carpenter movie. Yeah. And you watch this movie and you can see because there's so much Chinese uh, mythology in it and. A lot of lore. I don't know, Daniel, when was the last time you had seen or if you had seen Prince of Darkness? But this is Carpenter's next movie after this is Prince of Darkness. And you could kind of there's a lot of spirituality, uh, Chinese spirituality in this movie. And then like Carpenter goes heavy and, and not a funny tone in his next movie, which is dealing with, you know, science versus faith. And you can sort of see how he would get sort of disheartened by the failures of this and then go straight into science versus faith. No comedy in Prince of Darkness. I mean, one of the, there's probably more jokes in the thing, honestly, <laughs> than Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness is pretty straightforward, serious. And you can sort of yeah. see if you squint connect the dots between A and B but I you know I don't know when we'll cover Prince of Darkness I Daniel I highly recommend you watching that that is a another carpenter fucking banger
1: there's a lot of them I can't yeah I won't be able to remember shit from that one if I had seen it but I'm not sure if I've seen it or not
0: well how'd you feel about this one Daniel Oh well, God! I like this
3: one for the future of our podcast. Please answer correctly.
0: Yes. Tell us your thoughts, sir. Tell us your rating.
1: Oh, you want me to go first? No, I refuse to go first.
3: All right, I'll go ahead.
1: You go first. Because
3: I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like I described Friday Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning as a buffet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm
3: like, no, that's. That's not fair. Friday 13th Part 5 is like a really too sloppy, just sloppy, sloppy Junior Whoppers. Just the sloppiest ones. And I know it's trash. I'll eat that trash every day, twice on Sunday. I like trash. I am trash. Picture of a little China is the buffet. But it's at. Like the nicest buffet place, Golden Corral. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it's a it's a, it's like the Bellagio buffet, right? Because what do you want, asshole? You want action? Here, fucking eat your action. You want yeah. romance? Here you go, asshole. You want spirituality? You want Western? You want a little bit of just a little bit of horror? I'm not going to lie. The three storms, you know, they were a little scary back in the day. This movie is a buffet of genres. But it's cooked by Gordon Ramsay. You know, this is like. Carpenter in the 80s. Fired on a lot of cylinders. And he hit eight times out of 10 on them. This is him doing all the genres. And. And. It's a, it's a goddamn classic. It's the reason why this uh, podcast was taken from this movie. It's, yeah, it is fun. And, you know, if you haven't, if you're listening to this podcast and you hadn't seen Big Trouble in Little China, what, what the fuck are you doing? You know, What the fuck are you doing? Watch a
0: goddamn movie. Five stars. My man, five stars. That's what I like to hear. I gave it five stars as well too. Um, it's like all the things you just said, and I don't really know if there's anything I can add to that. But like to me, there's there's some movies that we watched that we've seen when we were younger, and we go back to them. And this goes back to like the shocker thing. We go back to it for nostalgia. We go back to it because it you know just reminds us of a different time or whatever, and and we hold on to it for that reason. But Big Trouble in China to me is one of those movies where if I hadn't seen it, I could still watch it and be like, "Wow, this is a really good movie. Like it, does, it holds up. It doesn't age to me like some movies do. And and all the things that happen in the story, it doesn't matter that it you know doesn't have CGI or it doesn't have modern technologies or whatever, because the movie just it's made in a way to where none of that matters the The special effects are amazing um the story the acting um the action, the comedy, the romance all the things that josh said like it, and it it did something that you don't see and you don't you don't see it in movies today. you're not gonna see a movie led by Jason statham or the rock or vin diesel or something where those guys are punching bags where they're buffoons or something like that like these guys all gotta look like you know big time heroes but here you have a movie where the main character is essentially the sidekick throughout the entire movie and he has this one redeeming moment where he's the guy yeah and i just i love this movie so much. And I watch it multiple times every year, and it's, it's in that rotation of certain movies where I just go back and I'll watch it. And to the point where I didn't even really sit and take notes when I watched it for this, I just watched it again. Because it was time to watch it. It's, it's 2023. Um, Got to start the year off right. So yeah, for me, it's a five-star movie as well. Uh, one of my favorite us- movies of all time, honestly. Uh, one of my most-watched movies of all time.
3: Yeah. And can I say something right quick before Daniel jumps in? I just want to point out that, like, um, even though Kurt Russell, even in 86 was a name, he wasn't, he wasn't leading a franchise. And, you know, he follows this up with overboard, but I just, I just want to give, uh, I just want to throw roses at Russell's feet because he's so giving in this movie. Like you said, even in 86, not a lot of actors, would have been willing to be sort of made a fool. And he is, and this is like 86 Kurt Russell, like just the, the unselfishness as he, as an actor has in this movie is astounding. Now, yeah, you could talk about like the rock even actually has like something in his contract or him or Vin Diesel to where they can't lose a fight. And
0: I think, think and i think we talked about it before but i think it was in the um hobbs and shaw movie they
3: both had to have equal amount of punches
0: yeah yeah like one of them couldn't look better than the other one or something like that and it's yeah like are are we really trying to tell a story or are we just trying to appease somebody's egos We're, we're
3: trying to appease egos yeah seriously russell's none of that russell even to this day uh he just seems like a giving actor uh I love Kurt Russell, but go ahead, Daniel. I just wanted to say that because,
0: yeah. yeah, It looks like Daniel's deep in thought here, so I want to make one more little point (laughs) real quick. While okay, look at that look on his face. Um, No, no,
1: no, no. I was just listening to you guys do your thing.
0: I do like the fact that, you know, and I'm sure this has been brought before, but John Carpenter, like, he's loyal to actors. Mm-hmm. And you'll and you know you'll see like Kurt him and Kurt Russell. How many movies did they do together? Four, Four. yeah. Um, so you got that going on.
3: Oh, and the next movie, Prince of Darkness. Uh, Dennis oh, Dunn comes back. Victor. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: it was five Victor movies with
3: Kurt Russell, wasn't it? It was the Two Escapes, The Thing, and Big Trouble, and Elvis, and Elvis. So yeah, it was five TV movie. Maybe it's still, if you want to count it. Yeah. But yeah, go
0: ahead, Daniel.
1: Uh, yeah, for me, um, you know, you guys have, I guess a little more nostalgic, uh, ties to it. Me, I have seen this movie several times. Like I said, it's always been there. Um, but I have, I don't watch this movie once a year or anything like that, you know, I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, but it is a classic. I do love it. I love Kurt Russell. And like you said, it's got a little bit of everything in it. Uh, and even you bringing up the special effects, like it's crazy because since 1986, we've seen some cheesy ass lightning effects, you know, where it's just God awful. And these lightning effects still look good to this day. Was so that a shot at Shocker? I just it? did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. He said, or "Was it three years later?" He said,
3: "This day, I'm talking about now." He said, "Everything passed 86. I said, "There's there has been uh, some
1: sketchy lightning work <laughs> in movies, but anyway, yeah, man. Um, like I said, I did enjoy it. I do enjoy the movie. It's a classic. Uh, I don't. It's hard. For, I'm hard pressed to give anything a five. But uh, but I do give it a four. I do give it a four star.
3: That's it. That's
1: it. Fifty and out. But I do have a, also <laughs> had a question. Uh, yeah, fifty and out. That's it. That's, you know, I failed the um, the litmus the test process. Yeah, we had a chance yeah. to have
0: our first like five star across the board movie here, and Daniel's it's like no,
1: yeah. Uh, but I will end that thought on a quote and it's have you paid your dues jack yes sir the check's in the mail <laughs>
3: <laughs> love it love it oh my god josh you got anything else sir uh no i, I ain't got a, anything else nothing to say Uh, you know before you uh before we sign off i would love to hear daniel uh do the, the the thing that just I hate. I hate it when I hear it, you know, and I, I know I laughed when earlier when we made mention of it, but I, I do want to hear Daniel to tell people to <laughs> hit that like button, <laughs> subscribe, all that <laughs> shit that's just the fucking worst about what we have to do. Daniel, you I'd love to hear it. me say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I don't think you have. I've said it tongue in cheek before. I think half drunk, full drunk. Yeah. But I'd love I don't know, Daniel. I just
2: yeah, no, this, this is your the, last I'd,
3: episode. I would love uh, for you yeah, to no, right? <laughs> tell people to keep listening to the ep- episodes.
0: Keep listening yeah. to me and Josh.
1: No, yeah, usually I'm I'm there, right there to back up bone and I'm like, Yeah, man, like all the things. <laughs> like all the things. Follow us on all the medias. <laughs>
0: all all the medias. All right, well, that's going to be it for this episode. I'd like to leave you with these last few words of wisdom before we check out. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it.